0: Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni and Julie's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. All right, everyone, welcome back to the show. Today I'm here to talk about Tarantino's very first film uh, as I am kicking off a Tarantino series. Uh, I will be reviewing every one of his films over the next couple weeks, and we're starting all the way from the beginning uh, with Reservoir Dogs. So this movie follows a simple jewelry heist that goes horribly wrong, and the surviving criminals begin to suspect that one of them is a police informant. This movie is really good. And I think that for me, it serves as a proof of concept on Quentin Tarantino. Um, there is a level of confidence here in the writing and directing that I think is downright amazing. Uh, it's very impressive, but, um, He isn't totally polished yet. It still has like a rough around the edges quality to it. And you can see a lot of the hallmarks that would go on to define his later films, but they just aren't totally, um, you know, perfected yet. He still had a while to go, but the, like I said before, the confidence, that was what really struck me about this. This isn't a film that's holding back in any way. It has a very singular vision. Uh He knows exactly what he wants to do in this movie, and it is very, like, lean and mean. Um, you kind of get in, you get out, you see, you know, you say all that you needed to say, and it uh, it's really perfectly edited and directed. I think that this movie is, is very good and very entertaining, but it does um you know it does feel kind of small now in retrospect having seen a lot of his other movies it's like um yeah this is this is good this is cool I would never tell anyone don't watch this but there's just there's just a lot of better stuff in his filmography um I think that it's just you know it's it's a good start and it proves that he can, he's ready to go on and make an even better movie but in terms of movie at hand um I think that, um, everyone is giving a great performance in this movie. And that does, uh, that does a lot. The the people in this movie do a great job at delivering Tarantino's dialogue, um, which is a, it's kind of a hard task. This is a recurring thing that I say in this series. Um, I've recorded some of the episodes already. I've had to watch them a little bit out of order. So I already know what I'm going to say about some of the other stuff. Um, but I, I think that they all do a very good job of delivering, you know, a very specific kind of dialogue. And it doesn't really feel super Tarantino-y for probably, I'd say, the first half. About once you reach the point where they, um, they're they going over, Tim Roth and, and his partner whoever are going over the fake story that he's going to tell once he goes undercover, that's when it starts to really feel like a Tarantino movie. And I really like everything before that. But I think everything after that little, you know, that kind of splitting point, it's even better um everything just it it flows very well it feels very tarantino-y uh it is just like very well written and very snappy very fast the uh the lighting is very colorful for like stuff like that diner scene and then um i love getting you know a little break from the um the uh like the color palette of the um the warehouse thingy they get you know you get to see like the outside you get to see that super brightly um painted like big graffitied wall or whatever they wherever they are where there's like graffiti literally everywhere um you know it kind of breaks it up for your eyes and then even the characters are dressed much more colorfully than they have been for the rest of the movie so it kind of helps you you know, get a just get a break from what you've been seeing and, and it kind of stands out in that way. And then when it actually gets into him like telling the story, uh, you know, practicing it, getting better and getting better, and then eventually actually telling it in the bar with the guys, another very well lit scene. Uh, and then you go into like the the visualization of the story, everything very, very good. Um, it is a well done sequence and I thought that was probably my favorite part of the movie. Uh, but even from the beginning, it starts out with a really great scene. It has the the great, like, dialogue between all the guys and that long, circling, unbroken shot. You have uh, the whole analysis of Madonna's song, Like a Virgin, which really, like, you know, that is definitely something that would go on to define him in his later movies, like this pop culture dissection type thing or, like, the references to to really popular movies and songs. And then um, you get into the whole, like, I don't tip speech, which is also you know, I'll probably famous part of this movie and um and then you know just seeing the rapport between all these guys and really like setting up what they're going to be like this does a really great job of doing that right off the bat and then once you get into the credits and then you open back up on um tim roth's character in the back of the car and he's bleeding out and he's screaming and and it's like whoa what the shit what just happened here Uh, i think that's a really really cool um Like twist it. It's a great way to get your attention really quickly because you've been like lulled in. You'd be like, "All right, yeah, I know what I'm settling in for." And then a switch flips, and you're like, "Oh shit, what happened?" And then the way that this film is structured is just it's fantastic. Um, he is like very masterfully handling how he is uh, cutting back and forth between like the time. Uh, I was going to say flashing back, but he uh, has stipulated before. They're not flashbacks, which I think is also a very interesting idea. Um, he said about how a lot of people will refer to these parts in the movies where we jump back and forth uh, throughout like the time period. You know, it's, it's told non-linearly. They'll refer to it as flashbacks. But, you know, something like a character pausing, sitting down and remembering something that happened to them in the past or telling a story to someone about something that happened in the past, that's a flashback. But these... Um, these sequences where we we jump backwards in time, it is uh, more of him, uh, like acting more of like a a novelist almost, and just choosing when to give you certain information. Um, he's just controlling uh, when certain parts of the movie, which would uh, you know, add another layer of tension or like information that like puts the story in more context when you get that information and so it's it's designed not just um you know it's not just willy-nilly it's not just him you know uh throw this one here and this one here it's like uh yeah this is a sort of interesting movie if you tell it uh in the order that it really happened but if you take this part and move it back to here and then you move this other part over here once they reach that point and they realize what's what's happening in you know and what that means for the rest of the story so far, it's like, oh shit! It ratchets up the tension a little bit more. It makes you um, more and more interested and want to know, like, wait, what exactly is happening? And and I think that's a really, really uh, cool choice and something that continues in a lot of his movies. And I think that he does it very well here, even right off the bat. I also think that. Uh, one of my favorite parts about this movie is that you never see the heist. I think that goes a long way in making you just as confused in a lot of the moments as the characters are, because, uh, you know, different different characters will account the this, this story differently. Um, they'll say different things happen in the heist. Like, their version depends on uh, who they are. So you never 100%... Sh- Are sure of what actually happened in the heist and neither are they and that just puts you in their shoes better and it makes for a much more interesting story I think that's one of the best choices that this movie made was to never show the heist and that's also a very off kilter choice you know it's a heist movie where you see everything but the heist and I think that's just a really cool and out of nowhere idea I can't imagine how revolutionary this stuff must have felt back then I mean nothing like this existed to that point he kind of in Invented his own subgenre and uh, he did a really great job of it right in his first film. That's just so impressive to me. So um, I absolutely would say that this is one that you should check out. I think that it really provides an interesting look at Tarantino before he had really refined his, uh, his sensibilities and really gone on to make much more ambitious work, but it's a very, uh, entertaining movie. Um, very gripping, well-directed, well-written, great performances. Uh, and I think that it's just, uh, like a very interesting and out there film to watch. So I would absolutely recommend this one to you if you've never seen it. Uh, it is on Hulu. Um, I've I got it from the library because <laughs> I still support my local library but uh, yeah it is it's definitely available and it's very good. All right uh, before I get out of here I want to say that I am grateful for um, oh man all the all the work being done. I'm so happy that I have been able to finish a lot of my uh, a lot of my work very quickly this week just it just feels good you know i've been finishing up college classes so i don't really have as much to do but now that i've um now that i've finished all that stuff taking my finals and everything it's like this feels good because in the other school work it's just like i can just knock it out and so um that feels really good like i don't have anything really to do and my schedule is like way more open now i love it so i'm grateful for that flexibility all right um you know the drill, if you like the show, rate your video, subscribe, rate your podcast, five stars, super helpful. And after that, if you have a friend who you think would enjoy the show, please send them my way. I'd love to have them. Um, if you enjoyed the show and you want to check out more episodes, you can find uh, all of those uh, along with everywhere. You can listen to them and a whole lot more, all linked at moviesandmorepod.com, which you can find linked in the description below. So thank you if you don't know that, and thank you in advance if you're going to. But in the meantime, thank you as always for listening. That's the most important thing that you do for me. And yeah, until next time, you shoot me in a dream, you better wake up and apologize. Peace.